All right, bradcooney.com is absolutely honored to have on board from season 12 of The Voice, Kawan DeBose. What is up, Kawan? I'm good, brother. How are you? Things changed awful lot for you lately, huh? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> cool, man. So, so the so the country got to see you on, uh, of course, NBC's The Voice. You had your blind audition, and uh, you, you rocked the house. Um, you got three. You got you got three chair turns. I'm still shocked. I don't know why Alicia Keys. Um, didn't turn. Maybe she had some people that had your style or something on her team already. I was really surprised Alicia Keys didn't turn. I thought you should have got a four chair turn. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. I love Alicia Keys. Oh man, she's like my favorite person on the earth almost. She's right there in the top ten. Absolutely. All right, so. Um, so you picked Adam Levine, who's, I mean, I, I mean, I love all his music too. Um, so talk about that a little bit. Talk, talk about, uh, the, the, the selection. Just talk about Adam Levine a little bit first. the thinking um, previous you, to you coming out for your blind was he was you kind of did you have your radar on Adam um, or did or did he did he change your mind Would you, did anybody else in mind at all before that pitch because he made a pretty strong pitch for you can't go wrong so what about the hat man did you did you throw that hat was that impulsive or, or was that an impulsive mood or a move It 
works, man. It looked like, I mean, that worked, it worked nice. He, he, Adam even went and picked it up for you and gave him another chance to get up there and try to try to win you over. Yeah, him and Blake kill me. I mean, them, them two guys are just funny as all get out, man. All right, so um, how's life changed the most for you so far? Recognize people coming up, getting pictures with you, and things like that. Do people recognize you from the show? No, listen, now I'm in Hollywood. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, you're in Hollywood. Okay, yeah, Nobody I hear you. Cares. Yeah, man. If you if you were out in like Montana or like Idaho or something, that would, it would be different. No, we're all out here trying to. We're fighting the same fight. We're, we're on the same course out here. You know, everybody's trying to do the same thing. So yeah, man. Yeah, nobody's paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about you. I used to come out to Hollywood like twice a year, so I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like every server, yeah, every man. dishwasher, every waiter, every waitress, everybody's trying to make it in movies and TV. And yeah, so I feel you are coming from on that. Absolutely. All right, so mm -hmm. you know what, man? So like, I've been doing interviews with the with the Voice um, for five seasons now, doing interviews with you guys. And this season right here, this got some crazy sick talent this season. I mean, every year's got good talent, but man, there are some really, really, really talented contestants in your season. So I'm guessing that raises the bar for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, raise the bar how? No, what I'm saying is like, all right, I'll give you an example. When when I used to be in boxing, I used to be a boxing journalist, and I went out to Walcar Gym. You, you you know where Walcar Gym is in Hollywood on Vine Street? No, I don't. All right, I actually, I actually live close to nearby. Okay, so Walcar Gym is a, is a is a really famous boxing gym out in, in Hollywood. It's owned by Freddie Roach, who's trained Manny Pacquiao. He's trained Tyson and De La Hoya. Like Freddie Roach is a Hall of Fame trainer. And all the top, top fighters, like in the world, they train in that gym. So I was talking to a, to a young fighter one day in there, and he was telling me, he's like, man, he's like, where I come from in my town, I was like, you know, king of the hill. I was like the best fighter in my little town. I was winning all the local tournaments, and I was, but he goes, but in here, 
I'm surrounded with like really, really freaking talented fighters. So it raises, it makes me raise my, you know, the bar. It, it, it helps me keep on. I gotta be on my A game. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. Well, um, to be honest with you, even though they, there are some wonderful people on this season and, and other seasons, I want to be honest with you, man. Some of my best friends that live right near me are some of the best things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So, Brock keeps me, you know, I won't say on my A game, but I try to be on my A game. Sure. Uh, just being surrounded by goodness, like, you know, I have some talented friends. I'm, like uh, Eric Lynn and Duran Barr and Cameron Wright and so many people that you just don't know, man, that are just smoking vocally. You got to get from a very, very soon. So, you know, those those guys and a, and a lot of girls, they, they keep me they keep me practicing, okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, yes, sir. there's street performers. There's street performers in every city in this country that are that are better than a lot of signed artists. I think that's kind of what you're saying too. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I'm, these guys out here, you know, I, I just would, I just would say in LA, but you know, in the world here, there's some people that can just change. I mean, so I don't. That's why I don't take you know opportunities like the boys for granted. You know, I, I really I'm grateful for this show because. There are people that can just save me and a lot of other people underneath the table. Yeah. So, so I never, I never, I never get, I never get too, uh, too, too, um, too arrogant about anything because you know I, I just know that I'm just another, I'm just another um, person out here trying to make it. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's all about keeping humble, keeping it humble. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely, yeah. man. I feel you. Let's talk about the blind audition again. So, like, you know, when you when you when you did your your blind audition, um, it was such a great performance, and then you you didn't even sound nervous, um, and then you were so confident afterwards, like you were natural. You have that you have that natural stage presence. Were you nervous the night before? I mean, did did you get rattled at all? Because that's a huge huge opportunity, like you were saying. temperature might be in there and that yeah that, i can imagine that plays a huge role because your vocal cords are your tools that, that's your tools that's that you use to perform i mean that's major yeah that's major wow great point man so how was it that you ended up on the show i'm sorry how was it that you ended up on the show was it something you've been thinking about doing for a while and just try it out or 
Did, did the voice reach out to you? How, how did you end up on the show? Uh, well, I had been um, playing locally, and I promise you, like every night, somebody would come up to me and say, "Oh, you should go do the voice," and I just wouldn't do it. I just was able to go because I didn't maybe think I was uh, a fit or anything like that. You know, I'm like, they sing a lot of pop songs. I don't know if I'm really working that. I'm kind of an old school kind of guy. I don't know how I would fit into that whole, uh, that whole uh, brand. But I, it was one day when the, I saw the line. It was kind of short. I said, okay, why not? So I went and I auditioned, and the rest is history. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, and a lot, of the, a lot of the contestants told me that like the viewers that watch the TV show, you know, they turn on the show, the, the, the premieres on of the season, they see you guys come out there, but they don't realize all the hurdles you have to jump just to get to the live, not the live shows, but just to get to the to the to get on TV. It's a lot, a lot of jumps, huh? Listen to me, man. You have no idea, or they have no idea. I'm sure you know, but yeah, they have no idea. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> So just getting there is like run is like running a marathon or two just to get there. Oh yeah, man, it's, it's something to be proud of because it's 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 something. It's something. It's a yeah. process. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what's some advice you could share with somebody out there who's thinking about making that marathon run and join and, and trying out for the show? you feel when Adam Levine actually compared you to, to Prince? That, that was amazing. saying though I, I would have been honored also but i also see exactly what you're saying because people get touchy oh, about, yeah, about their man. about about their legends out there absolutely. man absolutely yeah absolutely people don't play about prince people yeah. don't play about prince yeah i mean he, 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 prince was, 
he was a definite icon, man. He, he, he was, he is a legend. You know, there, there, will be, there will never be another person ever in the world. You know, there's like a handful that, that are in that. There's like a handful of people that are in that elite. There's there's good singers, there's great singers, yeah. and then you have that elite club. And I put like Michael Jackson in there, Prince, Whitney yeah. Houston, but there's only like a handful, man. There's like less than ten that I would put in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. All right, man. So before I let you go, and I really appreciate you doing this. Um, um, share some, uh, some some of the people that influenced you in music. Who, who are some of your musical influences? Everyone I named earlier, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I grew up in church, of course, so I grew up listening to everything gospel. Uh, primarily, like, uh, the Clark Sisters from Detroit. Mm. Um, Kimball um, a guy in New York named James Hall. And then, when I got a little older, um... I started listening to more of the old school cats like the Shylights and the Earth, Wind, and Fire of the World and the, you know, the Delphonics and um, I got into Shaka and Aretha and Patty and, and Steely Dan and, and, oh, wow. oh my God, man, Oats. And it's, I, I love music, Sarah Vaughn, you can find me listening to Sarah Vaughn. Uh, uh, I, just, I like to just really listen to everything because I, I want to infuse all those elements to my music. So, mm-hmm. dude, I can listen any any day from Broadway music to to some church stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm like all over the place musically. Absolutely. Do, do you do you do a lot of your own original songwriting? Absolutely. Yes, and you're gonna people are gonna hear that very very soon. That's good stuff. Let me ask you this. I always like to ask this question to songwriters. What what do you get what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy building and constructing the song from scratch, like like writing it and creating the song, or do you do you perform more to perform it once it's finished? stuff man well look i really appreciate you coming on the show um we we enjoy talking to you guys i want to wish you the best of luck going forward hopefully i can get you back on for a follow-up but before i let you go i want to give you an opportunity to talk to the fans and let them know where they can follow you on your social sites websites things like that K-A-W-A-N-D 